Coming to you from the middle of the country, a new voice in politics, a show that is breaking away from the two-party system. In the Middle, with your host, Justin Staten. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm glad you made it back for another episode of In the Middle. And if you are paying attention, yes, this show got posted late in the day today, uh, Monday. I apologize for the late post. I wasn't sure I was going to do a show today because I'm a little under the weather. I've been sick all weekend. But uh, after thinking about it for a little bit, I was like, no, I, I got to put out a show. I have to do this. Uh, there's just too much going on for me to not. My commitment has been to bring a good quality show every day and keep making that show better. So rain or shine, sick or not sick, I'm bringing you guys the show. So I appreciate you checking in and uh, coming back for one more episode and uh, possibly bearing with me as I try to get through this with a sinus infection and and a little bit of a fever. So anyway, we've got a good show lined up for you today, guys. I So there's been another train derailment in Ohio, and this one hits very close to home because uh, it happened just outside of Springfield, Ohio, which, you know, I lived for and kind of consider that a hometown. Uh, I have a lot of friends over there in Springfield. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and how the government responded to the latest Ohio train derailment. Also, the COVID narrative, guys, is unraveling faster than Alex Murdaugh's alibi. Like, it's it's coming apart fast and quick. And a lot of us were right. And I'm going to tell you how this is all coming apart. You're not going to want to miss that one. So stay tuned for that. And... You guys need to turn off your TVs. Okay, this is PSA. I'm going to talk about this uh, in today's show. You, you got to turn off the TV. You got to turn off the mainstream news because they are not telling you the facts. They're telling you a story, not the story. And the only way to get outside of these narratives and these extremes on both sides is to get away from the source. And the media companies are nothing more than these politicians uh, mouthpieces I mean they're paid propaganda so you have to turn off your TVs and I'm going to talk to you about today some alternative things you can do to get news because I know a lot of you want to stay current and stay up on the news and you should and I will give you some alternatives to that problem on today's show but before we get started guys as always please if if you got anything from the show if it made you laugh made you cry got you fired up or pissed off or whatever, share the show. You know, the only way we can build a coalition of American loving uh, people and citizens is is to build this coalition and to, to bring everybody together who's tired of the extremes and tired of inept politicians and uh, bureaucrats and bureaucracies in, in D.C. that just don't get it done. And I've got an interesting tweet on that that I saw Last night or this morning, I don't remember exactly when, but uh, Thomas Massey, who you know I've mentioned before in a previous episode, he's a member of Congress from Kentucky, and he put out a tweet, uh, it was this morning, and when I read the tweet, I was like, yeah, no crap. Uh, it's everything I've been saying to you guys, and his tweet said, I've been in it, meaning the swamp, for 12 plus years, so please believe me when I say, and then he goes on to say, Government acts in the interest of government, and bless your heart if you believe otherwise. And this is coming from the source. This is a guy who has not sold out to the swamp or to the establishment or to his political party. 
It's why I like him so much. He's trying, he's been trying to get things done in DC, but you'll notice you don't hear about him often. He gets put in the back uh, of the room in the basement of the Capitol. And this is coming from the source, guys. He sees this every day. And yeah, 12 years might be, you know, if there were term limits, I would argue 12 years is terming out. Like, that's enough. You're done. But you guys got to share the show. I mean, this is why you've, you've got people who have not sold out telling you the government is in the business for the government. And for those of you that love big government and think government should be taking care of everything, and that if we just let them, they'll take care of you, you're wrong. They're not in it for the American citizens. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to secure our rights as written in the Constitution, as written in the Constitution, not how they want to define it so that it fits a political narrative that allows them to gain more control over us and so they can stay in power and dictate everything to us. The government is solely exists to secure our rights, provide for a common defense and infrastructure. That's it. That's it. And collect enough taxes to pull that off. That's it. And we have a government that is literally existing to line the pockets of themselves and their corporate interest friends and the elite status of America and the world for that matter. So share the show. If you, if you believe that we can take this back, and we don't have much time, guys. The, the, the train is going off, for lack of a better example. The train is going off the tracks. It is. We don't have much time to correct course here. So we need to band together now to do this. So share the show. That way we can build this coalition and, and affect some real change here moving forward. So also, wherever you're listening to this, please leave a comment, leave a rating, review. What that does, two things. It takes the show up in the algorithm so more people can find it. And it tells me what I can do better so that I'm bringing you quality every time I get in front of the microphone because I don't want you to waste your time here. I want this. I want to keep you informed. I want to give you action items that you can take and, and help turn this all around. Make our government, our country a better place to live for not only us, but our kids and their kids and so on. We have a serious responsibility to future generations. Okay, I think I've beat that horse to death. It's dead. I can stop wailing on it. Let's move on. So, yeah, another train derailment in Ohio. The good news with this one, there's a, a few pieces of good news, and this, this kind of is going to tie into what I was just talking about when I was saying share the show. So we had a train derailment there in Clark County, Ohio, which is Springfield, Ohio. And it, unlike the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, there it's not believed that there were any hazardous materials on board. And this happened on Saturday. So just to give you reference, today's Monday. This happened on Saturday. So a couple of days ago, we immediately got responses from Governor DeWine and Pete Buttigieg the president, all of them, immediately reached out to Mike DeWine, immediately were offering support, and were immediately talking about this train derailment. Now, it sucks that there was another train derailment. It sucks that there was one close to home. Um, and it's great that there were, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of gallons of hazardous chemicals pouring out everywhere. 
uh, because Springfield, Ohio is a much, much bigger city than East Palestine. And if something similar would have happened there, it would have been a catastrophe. So thank the Lord that didn't happen. The good news is, as I was saying, though, we actually got immediate response. Why is this important that Pete Buttigieg, the president, Mike DeWine, everybody was making sure, hey, not only do, do we know about it and that we're offering all resources necessary, but we're publicly posting that we know about it and are giving all resources necessary. Why is, why is that a big deal? Why is that important? Why is it a good thing? Do I think there are any better leaders than they were in the last one? No. The reason is because of the public pressure, the unrelenting public pressure pushback and people getting vocal is what created this reaction to the second train derailment in Ohio. This is so important. If you needed a case study and why it's important to be vocal all the time, here you go. Here's your case study. Now, unfortunately, I think we've got some serious uh, infrastructure issues, especially with the rail system. Obviously, Biden administration said they were investing a billion dollars into, you know, infrastructure. Something's going on. We, we shouldn't have this many train derailments. I mean, two major ones in Ohio in, in less than a month. And there was one just outside of Detroit shor shortly after the East Palestine derailment. There was the one in South Carolina, the one in Texas, uh, where there were shelter in place orders given. It's too much. We obviously have some infrastructure problem or a sabotage problem, and I'm not going to create a conspiracy theory or anything. I don't believe our government is out there, you know, booby trapping railroad tracks. But I do I do have a concern with the whole China thing and all these Chinese nationalists pouring over our southern border. And if you caught the episode where we talked about the China invasion and what that might look like, you'll get why I'm not taking sabotage off the table with all these train derailments. Part of these investigations need to be looking into was this, and I, and I believe wholeheartedly they are, they're looking into what caused the accidents, but I hope sabotage is something they're looking at because either our infrastructure is that bad and it's crumbling or this is happening on purpose. Either way, it's not good and we need to fix the problem. But back to my point, this is a case study, and when you get loud and get vocal and it's relentless, you change the narrative. You change the tide with these officials. You demand responses. And what do you get? Responses. And when the next time it happens, guess what? They're on it because they know if they're not, their job is in jeopardy. And this is so important. This is a great case study in why we need to be vocal all the time. I'm so tired of hearing about the silent majority. I believe it exists. I believe the majority of Americans are tired of the right, tired of the left. I wouldn't be doing the show if I didn't believe that it existed. It exists. 100%. But it can't be silent anymore. Silent majority is pointless. You need another case study? Look at where we're at. Look at where we're at with all the wokeism and all the crazy talk and all the BS. Why is that? When we know that's the minority, a slim minority of people in the country pushing that stuff, it is because they are relentlessly loud. It is because they are relentless. 
Now imagine if the silent majority, and I'm using air quotes, you can't see that, the silent majority got louder and consistent in their displeasure of how this country is being run. If we were up these people's ass every single day, day in and day out, loud as could be about all the issues that we're facing, we would get responses or we would see their true colors and they would try to take freedoms immediately from us to shut us up. And then we would know there'd be no doubt where they are and where we are, where they sit and where we sit, where they stand on everything and where we stand on everything. Either way, we win. Because we either get to call them out and they will force change because we're up their butt every single day, or they're going to try to take away freedoms at a rapid rate to get us to shut up. This is why you got to be vocal. Gone are the days, guys, unfortunately, until we get this turned around. Gone are the days where we can just sit back, go to work, come home, watch Netflix for five hours, and, and tune out on what's going on in the world. Because what's happening is our freedoms are slowly being eroded away by an ever-increasing bloated government. The bloat just keeps growing. And there's a reason for that. It's because they get to stay in power. The, and the division and trying to divide us amongst race, color, sex, religion, it's, it's, it's not because white people are evil, guys. It's not because black people are bad or evil or gay people or trans people or anything. Because we're not. Nobody I just mentioned are evil people. Just because. But that's what we hear about constantly because one of the easiest ways to divide is by race, sex, color, sexuality, religion. It's the easiest way to divide. And every government, every military leader in human history knows the best way to conquer is to first divide. Divide, then conquer. And that is exactly what our politicians and bureaucrats and bureaucracies and elites are doing to us. But if we tune it out and, and start pushing back and getting very loud and very consistent We'll either call their bluff, which means they'll start trying to take away our freedoms at a rapid rate to shut us up, or we'll force the change. They'll figure out they can't overpower us and get in line with our demands, which is how it's designed to be. So I was, I was not happy to see a train derail in Springfield, Ohio. I'm glad nobody got hurt. I'm glad there was no hazardous chemicals, but I am super pumped to see the immediate response to that. Because they got the message. Screw around with us and you're going to get bit. That's what's up. That's what's going to happen. And this is, this is what needs to happen every single day in America. Every single day. So gone are the days, guys, where we can just go to work, hang out, watch Netflix, chill and drink beer in our backyard. You can still do all those things. But you got you to gotta take the time out to call your representatives, to yell at the media, to get on these social channels and fight back. Kill wokeism where it exists. Kill this racial div the division where it exists. Get, you push back on politicians every day. You got to save time for that every single day. 
And then when you're done, go drink a beer, go barbecue, go hang out on the lake, go on vacation, go to your kids' events, go to family events. But you, you, we can't just be blind and say, oh, I can't make a difference. What difference can I make? Guys, you by yourself cannot make any difference. But together, all of us together can change everything. So you do make a difference. Your voice makes a difference because it's part of the collective. And that's a good lead into this next thing, guys. This COVID, and I've been saying it, I've been saying it from the beginning. I'm still going to put together a show I'm, I'm working on. It. I just want to make sure I have all the details and facts right. And I run a company full-time. So it's a little slower than a lot of the shows you might listen to that are super polished and have a staff and a producer and people who can put these stories together. And if anybody's out there, you know, need want to volunteer and help me out with some of that stuff, let me know. I would be more than happy to uh, to take you on. So, but I'm still putting the story together, uh, the, the COVID show, to kind of go back from to the beginning and show you how it was effed from the beginning. But the 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 narrative guys falling apart at a rapid rate. And and I alluded to some of this in in a show last week, but there are bombshells coming out and reports coming out uh from a couple different sources and I'll I'll get into a couple of those. Ba- basically the biggest one right now is how that they all lied about the origin of COVID and we kind of knew it was bull crap. I mean, you've got a lab in Wuhan that specifically <laughs> is working on COVID viruses. And, you know, it's not crazy to think that it leaked from that lab. Now, a lot of people on the right are saying, the far right are like, oh, this was on purpose. And this was, you know, bioweapon and China released it on purpose. I'm going to stop before I say, I, it, I'm not saying it's not possible because I, I think it's possible. But there is no evidence right now that it was leaked on purpose as a bioweapon. None. So don't misinterpret what I'm going to say that like China released this thing. But the origin story of whether it was natural and came from a bat or whatever, we have known they lied to us. It is coming out now that they not only lied to us about the origin of COVID, but that they covered it up and they got other people in to lie about it. And there's a few different sources figuring this out. Um, and you know how else I know before I get into those sources that I, I believe I'm on the right track with this whole COVID thing and how the CDC has lied, the government has lied, and everybody lied about this? Because every episode that has anything to do with COVID on it has been removed from every social media site I have posted it to. So don't tell me there's not a conservative, concerted effort with the government and social media companies, and Twitter would still be one of them had Elon Musk not bought it. But don't tell me there's not an effort to censor and silence people who are saying that the government lied to us about COVID. Because guys, I don't have a big show. I don't have like 5,000 downloads per episode yet. We're working on it. And with your help, we'll get there. I don't have a big reach. But yet, if I mention anything, and I've tested this, I've even not put it in the headline, but if I mention it, it gets removed from YouTube, Facebook, uh, not Facebook. Facebook is not, I think they slowed it down, but it's still there. They haven't fully removed it. But YouTube, TikTok, uh, and Facebook, 
have all removed videos or audio of of episodes where I talk about the the government lying to us about COVID. How if there's not a concerted effort to censor this stuff, then how is somebody who's got a small show with not a big following yet have their videos and audio pulled or banned from those sites? It makes no sense. Unless there's an effort to actually ban anybody that goes against the narrative the government wants you to hear. This is a big deal, guys. I believe wholeheartedly COVID was the biggest crime against humanity. Today, it will, it will when, it, when the dust settles and all the truth comes out, and I do believe the, tr- the truth will come out. The truth always has a funny way of coming out. And it will. But when the truth comes out and the dust settles, I think we're going to find that this was the biggest crime against humanity. The whole COVID narrative, the lockdowns, the vaccines, they lied to us from the beginning. They're still lying to us. They're still trying to lie. And they should all, when the truth all comes out, every single one of them that lied, misled the American people need to be rounded up, arrested, put on trial. And I'm not going to say, because I believe it's still American. Everybody gets a right to a fair trial, but it's criminal. I'm okay saying I think what's happened is criminal. And recently, the House Select Subcommittee on the uh, Coronavirus Pandemic thinks the same, because they've uncovered evidence, and I've mentioned this in a previous show, that Dr. Fauci, the former director of National Institute of uh, Allergy and Infectious Disease, or NIH, now, is it any surprise that he hurry up and, and jumped out and retired and got out of the way? Mmm, timing. Mmm, everything, I think. No surprise. But they're saying that Fauci, the top COVID authority, abuses influence to sway researchers away from the lab leak theory of the origins of the SARS-CoV-2. And he also misled Congress about his role in this investigation. And how do they know this? Because through the subcommittee's work, and there's also another source that I'm going to mention to you guys that's happening right now, but through their work, the subcommittee's work, and I don't know if you guys have seen this uh, other source. You, you probably haven't, but I'm I'm going to tell you about it now. But Tracy Benz, uh, at Uncovered DC on Twitter, and she's UncoveredDC.com, is paying attention to this case that is, I mean, creating a ton of unraveling in this whole COVID theory. And this case is um, basically the state of Missouri. It's Missouri versus, uh, hold on, let me look it up so I don't tell you guys wrong. Uh, But it is basically the state of Missouri and... It's Missouri versus Biden is the case, the name of the case. I just wanted to make sure I told you guys right. But the whole nuts and bolts of this is the state of Missouri and Louisiana sued the Biden administration and the federal government to include the NIH, Fauci, all these guys, big tech companies, uh, for censoring through social media the American people, censoring our freedom of speech, which is a clear and total violation of the First Amendment. So they filed a lawsuit, and in an unprecedented effort, the judge in the case has 
sped up everything from depositions to discovery, all this stuff, which doesn't normally happen. So the judges basically said, hey, there's merit to the case here based off of what I've seen in the filings. And I'm going to speed up everything from depositions to discovery, which is part of discovery, because I want to get this information out. I think it's important that this information comes out. And through this discovery, all kinds of new stuff are coming out. So you got a few things at play here going on that is completely unraveling the story of COVID that we heard. It's also, you know, the Twitter files dropped, which proved at least one social media company, Twitter, was working with the FBI and other federal agencies and institutions and some lawmakers to include the Trump administration. Trump is not... Trump is not innocent in this, guys. And he, I think he needs to answer for this while he's running. And if his, his, if his answers aren't good, you shouldn't cast your vote for him. And, and I supported Trump. I'll, I'll tell you, I voted for Trump because he was an outsider. He wasn't a career politician. And I didn't give a crap if he had mean tweets and orange skin. I don't care. Because he said he was going to go there to blow up the D.C. swamp. That's why I voted for him. That's why I supported him. And he did a hell of a job trying to do that. And everybody and their brother came after him in Washington, D.C. to get rid of him, to get him out of Washington, D.C. And it worked. I believe COVID was part of the tools that they used to get rid of him. Because he was, he was upending the party in the swamp. That's why I supported him. That's why I voted for him. I have no problem telling you that. But I will not vote for him again if he does not speak to some of these issues he created in this COVID mess. Because he's got his hands in it too. What I don't know so far about Trump is if he did it purposefully or inadvertently. I don't know. But I do know the Trump campaign also sent emails to Twitter trying to get them to take down posts about the Trump campaign or whatever. Now, I don't know specifically if those were all Russian disinformation things or PP tapes things, which they could have been. But he was also asking for censorship. And guys, censorship on any level is not okay. I don't care. If people want to say dumb stuff, let them say dumb stuff. The First Amendment protects all speech. Good speech, bad speech, my my inability to speak right now protects it all. Doesn't matter. And you go down a slippery slope when you try to protect any speech. So we can't do it. So anyway, the state of Missouri, state of Louisiana, joined the lawsuit or suing the government for big tech censorship to include censoring COVID information. And there is, I don't have all the information because this is like a real-time thing. This, these stories are breaking in real time. As information comes into the courts, it's being released. So you've got two sources right now at work the subcommittee in Congress, and this lawsuit with Missouri versus Biden. And it's releasing all kinds of stuff. And I I alluded to the Fauci thing last week where he was basically convincing other researchers to change their story. They, They found emails between Fauci and these other researchers. And these other researchers were saying, hey, Fauci, uh, you know, we're having a problem with this uh, origin theory that you're putting that it was natural, that it jumped from a bat to a human, because we are finding in our research that this looks like it could have been created. 
And you all know Fauci went out and said it's ridiculous to think yada yada. Now, why would Fauci do that? Well, here's my theory. Here's what I think. I do believe the United States government was funding gain-of-function research. I believe they're using Fauci and the NIH to do this. I believe they were funding gain-of-function research, not only in the United States, but in other countries to include China and Ukraine. Because what's better, put it offshore and invest in other laboratories that are doing it or right here in the backyard? Well, and I, I know they used to do gain-of-function here in the United States, but that makes people nervous. Because if there's a lab leak, well, we're ground zero now. So I believe they were funding gain-of-function research. I believe they were funding this virus specifically and the research behind this COVID virus. And guys, don't forget, COVID and the COVID strand, that's not like a new thing. And yes, the original origin of COVID, and this is why you got to pay attention because they like to play on words. The original origin of COVID does come from a bat species. Okay, but this, this kind of COVID, this, this did not come from a bat. And, and that's what they're, the, the whole play on words, they're, they'll say, and you'll hear them say it. Oh, the, the SARS-CoV-2 came from a bat's natural origin. No, 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 no. That's where the play on words stops. And they hope that you're just ignorant enough to not understand what they're saying. COVID has been around. Let me be more specific. The SARS-CoV-2 virus has been around. It is originally from natural origins. But gain-of-function research, guys, is to take a naturally occurring virus and try to mutate it so that it will affect human beings. And that, what they were saying is this SARS-CoV-2, that strand of this SARS virus was of natural origin. I mean, they're not coming out and saying that. They're just saying, oh, COVID's from natural origin. It's from a bat. So we think it jumped from a bat or whatever to a human. And what the other researchers were saying is, no, this specific SARS-CoV-2 virus, we're seeing remnants that it was manufactured. That this did not jump straight from a bat. It's, it's got a thumbprint. It's got a fingerprint to it. Because they can look at the genomes and figure that out, whether it was created or it naturally occurred. And the reason I think Dr. Fauci and all these other people in the government did not want you to know it was a lab leak because then, yes, China is responsible. And they've already sold out to China. Who else is responsible? The United States of America, because we were funding that research. We were offshoring the funding of this research through Wuhan and even labs in Ukraine, which makes you wonder why we're spending so much money in Ukraine. Is it to cover up corruption? Probably. What that corruption is completely, we don't know yet, but I believe the truth's going to come out there too. So they all had a vested interest in covering it up. Why? Maybe for the culpability of, you know, hey, we were part of the funding. We created this too. So now we're, we're on the hook for this. We're going to be responsible for this. To make matters worse, there's also evidence coming out that they may have benefited from the actual vaccine technology. Like they made money off of it. 
to fight against this COVID variant because they were already working on mRNA technology long before COVID-19 hit, guys. They were already working on mRNA vaccine technology. And for those of you in the medical field, you know this. You know this. And part of the, and now they're not just working on mRNA technology just to fight COVID viruses. They're working on it to, to try to cure many things. But there was research going into this technology to fight things like flu viruses. And so if, if there is this virus released and we helped fund its research and let's say it accidentally leaked out of the lab. Okay. Now we have to raise our hand and say, that was on us. We funded that. So, you know, we're on the hook for this. And oh, by the way, conflict of interest, you guys probably shouldn't be taking these shots because we, we benefit from that too. And that's what should have happened in the beginning of all of this, but that's not what happened. And so, of course, they're going to deny, 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 because it's criminal. In the beginning, it was more than likely unethical. Now it's past the point of criminal, and they know that. That's why there's this big push for all the media companies to say, oh, no, wasn't a lab leak, wasn't a design. No, these guys did not have any interest in this vaccine, et cetera, et cetera. No, nobody benefited, even though we created like 40 new billionaires through pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies through the COVID pandemic alone, 40 new billionaires, all pharmaceutical companies. Guys, I, I think this is criminal and it's it's unraveling quicker than anything. And I know I jumped around there a lot because I'm so pissed off by all of it that it's hard not to vent that frustration. But I don't want to be the the rambling idiot. But basically, this is all coming out now. There are more than one source that that is obtaining information. The 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 House subcommittee, select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic, they're subpoena using subpoena power to gather information. You've got this case Missouri versus Biden doing discovery and getting information. And guys, I think just between those two things, we're going to start seeing a lot of truth and a lot of cover-up coming out of this. And, you know, I had a conversation this weekend and because a lot of people just, and I get it, like I get it, but a lot of people just don't want to accept the fact that there are bad people in the world, that evil exists. Because most of you are good-hearted people. You want to do the right thing. You want to make people happy. You would never purposely hurt somebody or steal from somebody or anything like that. And because you know you're good, it's hard for you to wrap your mind around the fact that other people could be just bad or evil. And you have to understand, guys, evil exists. The Alex Murdoch case alone should prove to you that evil exists. How does a man murder his family? And a couple years before that, the guy out in Utah that murdered his wife and daughters just to be with his mistress. People are bad. They will do bad things. They will hurt other people. And if lots of money is involved, bet your ass there are bad people who will do bad things for money. 
and for power and control. So you got to get out of this mindset because it's it's that mindset of thinking, ah, really, is people are people really that bad? Would they really do that? Because if you're not out of that mindset, you can't wrap your mind around the fact why your government might lie to you because it benefits them. And then you'll hear people say, oh, it's conspiracy theory. No, it's not. People actually benefit from this stuff. You're not going to tell me Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson didn't make billions of dollars by the government buying that vaccine and forcing everybody to take it. They did. Do you know who the biggest lobbyists on Capitol Hill are? Big pharma, pharmaceutical companies. Do you know how almost every person in Congress is going to get, except for the Steve Masseys of the world, are going to get huge contributions? If not some backdoor deals? You've, you've got to wake up. Making the sausage is not a pleasant thing. It's usually done behind closed doors. Because if, if we knew the truth on how the sausage was made in Washington, D.C., we would be appalled, we would have everybody rounded up and thrown into prison. That's what would happen. And it's happening. You're just choosing to buy the story they want to tell you, a story, not the story. And there's more coming out about this, and I promise I'll keep you guys up to date on it. But open your eyes. Our government lied to us about COVID, and it's coming out. All the truth will come out, and I do believe when the dust settles, there will be criminal action there. And we will hold these people accountable. We need to hold these people accountable for the largest crime against humanity. Because it is. Which brings me to my next point. Turn off the news. You got to turn it off. If you watch MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, uh, there's only one person on Fox News I will ever watch, and it's because he's not a sellout, and that's Tucker Carlson. I know MSNBC and CNN run hit pieces on him all the time about how he's a white supremacist and this and that. Just... And I'm not advocating for you to watch TV. I'm saying turn the TV off, and I don't even catch all of Tucker's episodes. But he's the only one because he's not a sellout. And you'll notice his shows compared to other Fox News host shows, he doesn't get all the guests that they do. He doesn't get the Senator Lindsey Grahams and the Mike Pompeos and all that like Hannity gets and Laura gets and all the other hosts over there get. Why? Because they know he'll call them out. They don't want to answer tough questions. He's not a sellout. He's going to tell you the truth even when you don't want to hear it. So that is one person I will watch. Other than him, I turn it off, guys. And I don't even watch him all the time. Because not every show he does is good. But we got to turn it off. So if you're watching the mainstream media, ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, NPR, if I mention them, they're giving you a story, not the story. It will 100% have spin attached to it based off of a political ideology. So you can guarantee you're not getting the truth. And I already know, I mean, I shared on the last show that the study shows that most Americans, we, we rank the lowest in the world in believing our media. That's for a reason, because you know, guttural, deep down inside, that you're being lied to. Because you are. 
So turn it off. Turn off the TV. Turn off the, don't even watch their propaganda shows because that's what they are, guys. Hollywood is just as much part of the propaganda wheel as any of the news agencies. So turn it off. There are alternative sources you can go to. So first, turn it off. Stop listening to the spin. Go to the sources. One, every single department in the United States government has a website. Now, they don't always post all the most relevant and up-to-date information or the information we want. But again, if we get loud and talk about it, they will. But you can go straight to the source. You want to know what a bill says? You can go to the House of Representatives website or the Senate's website and read the bill yourself. Do it. Read it. If you want to know how much money the Department of Labor is spending on something, go to their website and look at their budget. It's right there. The Department of Education, the Department of Transportation, any of it. Their, their bills, or I'm sorry, their budgets are right there. You can look at them. You can see exactly where the money's going and how they're spending our money. So don't be afraid to do that. You can do that at the state and local le levels as well. Because all that information is Freedom of Information Act information. Our government is not allowed to be less than transparent. The only thing they get away with, which is why these agencies have grown out of control, is intelligence gathering. Certain things, methods, sources, all that have to stay classified. Otherwise, some people can lose their lives and be killed. And we don't want that. We don't want our, our people trying to protect us to get killed through revealing sources and methods. However, the government overuses these classifications to hide information from the American people. But the louder we get, the more we push back, the more we can get this information. But the government is not allowed to hide shit from us. It's all out there. So go look at it. Take the time. The time I said earlier in the show that you're going you're gonna to take some less Netflix times and some more research time to see for yourself what's going on, you need to do that. The time of Easy Street is over. It's over. Also, go to places like Substack and find reporters who are literally just trying to get to the truth. You know, there's Kyle Becker wrote the Dr. the Dr. Fauci article that I mentioned, and then the the uh, underground or I'm sorry, uncovered DC, Tracy Benz. I'm people like that guys are they they're not partisans. They're literally just investigative reporters who are trying to go out and find the information. You can find these people on Twitter and on Substack. So don't be afraid to go to some of these alternative sources to get your facts and your news. Because the mainstream media has given up on telling you facts and news. They don't ever do a story that isn't spin. Ever. So go to the alternative sources. They're out there. But turn off the TV because they... They're lying to you. They're lying to all of us. And what's worse is we're buying it hook, line, and sinker, unfortunately. Well, that's all I got the time for today, guys. I know it was a late posted show. I do apologize for that, uh, for being under the weather. But I will get back on track tomorrow and have a show posting first thing in the morning for you guys. Uh, I appreciate you coming back and taking in another episode. Please, as always, do me a favor. Share the show, guys. I don't run ads on the show. I try to just bring you the facts. It would mean the world to me if you could just blast it out there, share it on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, 
TikTok, wherever you do your social media, share the show, have other people listen. It would mean the world to me. Like I said, I will be back again tomorrow morning, guys. I cannot wait till then. But until then, have a great American day and take care.